from Research by Potomac and the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is Who Charted. Welcome to Who Charted, Episode 3. My name is Manish Kata, and with me, like every week, I have Dan Russo. Dan, let's get after it. Ten-year yields, a lot of people starting to talk about some stabilization in uh, Treasury notes. These are actually the prices, right? So the inverse of the yields. We've seen a collapse since the end of last summer, about the August-September timeframe. I think what we're seeing now is simply just the consolidation within the context of an ongoing downtrend. For me to get excited that the 10-year Treasury note price is going to begin to really work and sustain a move to the upside, I think we need to see it get above 134. We're slightly below it now. For me, this is a consolidation within the context of a downtrend, i.e. I think interest rates are likely headed higher and that we're going to see a continuation uh, of a lot of the themes and trends that we have seen uh, since the November timeframe, value outperforming, uh, cyclical areas of the market outperforming. However, a break above 134 on this chart right here uh, would start to call that view into question. So I'm watching that one closely. All right, I'm up next. New York Stock Exchange advanced decline line. I'm a breath guy. I love what it shows us in terms of being a lead indicator. Uh, the moving average is rising. Uh, it made an all-time new high. In terms of longer-term bullish uptrend, I still think we're in one. If you look back at the 2020 decline from COVID, it didn't come out of nowhere. Uh, breath told us that the market was softening. You look at 52-week uh, new lows. Once again, it's, it's next to nothing. And mathematically, you're going to need a rise. We talk about this all the time. You have to have a rise in new lows for there to be a correction. So at this point, given the breath indicators, especially on the New York Stock Exchange, uh, it, it, we are still in a bullish uptrend. There might be some short-term chop, uh, but when in doubt, zoom out. I think the bull market's going to continue for the foreseeable future unless breath changes. And if the bull market's going to continue, I think one of the groups that could be an outperformer here uh, at least in the near term, is a small cap energy, which is really fascinating considering uh, a lot of these companies were left for dead uh, and really were not supposed to rise from the dead uh, given the political landscape that we have here in the U.S. yet. Here it is, just follow price. The S&P 600 energy sector uh, breaking out of a big consolidation, getting above um, some, some highs that we haven't seen in a couple of years. And more importantly, on a relative basis, the trend looks like it is starting to turn uh, on the verge of a breakout relative to the S&P 500, both on an absolute and relative basis, price and the ratio above rising 50-day moving averages. Uh, to the extent that the uptrend in equities continues, I think you need to be paying attention to small cap energy names. They're under-owned and a lot of people are not paying attention. I think you should be. Value line arithmetic index. Uh, I love this index. A uh, couple reasons. It's the it's equal weight of all the stocks that are included in the value line. Uh, there's a survey that they run, and then they take the average of that. So essentially, a way to look at it, it's the the average return of stocks uh, making all time new highs or close to it above both the 50 and 200 day moving average, which is also both rising. You know, I think this is another way to look at breadth. Right, breadth is nothing more than tracking advances and declines. When you look at a broad-based index like a value line or even a Russell 3000, and that's telling you the same story, it's just a continuation of participation, which is what you look for. You want to see markets rising with participation uh, across 
various sectors and and um, and, and stocks as well, right? So uh, one of my favorite ones because you're not uh, worried about any, um, you know, it's equal weight, so you don't have to worry about market cap or anything like that. Tells the same story as Breath to me, and and another reason I had it in there. Brazil. I think this one's interesting because it's a play on a couple of things that we've been talking about of late. Number one, commodities. You've heard us talk about it. I write about commodities constantly, uh, how they are trading well on both an absolute and starting to trade well on a relative basis. Last week or the last time we did this show, we touched on the global doubt, right? Equities outside the U.S. Uh, on the verge of potentially starting to outperform relative to the S&P 500. And then you have Brazil breaking to new highs, turning on a relative basis. If you look at the bottom of the chart relative to the S&P 500, right? Regains the 50-day moving average, starts to turn top side. But what's fascinating here is if you look online at The Economist, the magazine, The Economist, they are running a big article online this week, uh, which essentially hints at the fact that Brazil is on life, life support. Um, I don't see it based on the chart. Maybe they're looking at something different. Uh, but at the end of the day, if we're just going to follow the trends in the market, Brazil is trading at all-time highs above moving averages. Men lie, women lie, charts don't. Uh, S&P 500 on the top and a volume ratio at the bottom. You don't need volume for the market to go up. We've proven that since the 2009 um, uh, bottom, right? But what we like is seeing volume burst or volume thrust. Uh, usually, historically, there's really good market performance after this volume thrust happens. You can see on the bottom of this chart where we had two back in November and then also in February, and we had great performance after that. However, now the market's making a new high and volume's kind of going in the other direction. We don't have that thrust. Something to look out for. Hopefully, the market makes a new high, we get a thrust, and we can move forward. But in the meantime, it's something to keep an eye on on our end is to see if we can have that good volume um, uh, thrust coming with the uh, market at the all-time high. Something we'll be keeping a close eye on. So with that being said, thank you. Six charts in six minutes. Make sure to like, subscribe, and keep on the lookout for the next episode. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.